0: Go to Bluehost.com slash Suite.
1: We were in Nashville. We did our shows. Shows were great. We got back to our hotel on Sunday night at like, I don't know, 1230. Get out of the Uber in the street right near the hotel. And we step out. And I'm not kidding you, dude. A gun goes off. <laughs> what? Close. Whoa. Really close. Like a gun close? A gun is fired. A block
0: away? Not even. Whoa. Around the corner. Outside. I'm talking
1: 30, 30 yards away. Whoa and it was it was unmistakably a gun it was not a firework it was not an engine backfiring it was a gunshot
2: welcome back to oops the podcast
1: all right lots to unpack here
2: i got something for you
1: please julio julio i don't know where you came up with that idea.
2: Dude, this guy was a huge turkey.
1: What is this? Japan? Which is yep. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it.
2: No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah, which of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. What's up everybody? Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Julio and Francis here, your boys. The
1: boys.
2: The boys. Um so dude, I had a big we I had a big weekend. I guess it was last weekend. Um went to the Pro Bowl. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, I want to hear about this.
2: I had a big Las Vegas weekend. I think I did it quite well, to be honest. It still was like a fairly unpleasant flight back, as that flight tends to be. Um, And there was some guy sitting next to me who just was laughing out loud while watching movies. And it just got so (laughs) annoying. He was old, but he was going...
1: (laughs) Dude... (laughs)
2: Dude, Big Wet was on the flight, uh, our yeah. our pal, and he like texted me at one point during the flight, being like, "Dude, is this fucking moron seriously?" And I was like, "Okay, like <laughs> I'm not the only one noticing this." Yeah, uh, but the guy was just laughing out loud like a lunatic. Um, but dude, so I got to Vegas before everybody else got in, um, as you know, you guys know Pete was like coaching one of the teams. Wait, did you watch the Pro Bowl at all? No. The way they did it was they had three different games and they had like different people coaching the different teams or whatever. Hmm.
1: Um, Are they playing flag football now? They played flag football. That makes a lot more sense. Which
2: honestly, yeah, is cool. Yeah. Like to me, it's That's cool. That's What
1: it should be. <laughs>
2: they tried to do like a like a skills challenge a la the NBA All Star game that like sort of didn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was a, Ray Shremmerd performed. Oh, which cool. I was wondering. I'm like, mm. who's the right person to perform at the Pro Bowl? Like, it can't be. A person who's, like, currently no. on top of the game.
1: No. Yeah.
2: So that actually sort of made sense. They sort of... It, I don't know if it was them who phoned in the performance or if the audience just didn't give a shit, but it didn't seem like the most mm. entertaining. Anyway... Well, at I,
1: least it wasn't Lil Yachty, you know, that would have <laughs> injured the ears of so mm. many children. He would have
2: actually been a good choice. I was saying him as a person that could have performed because he's not quite like a Drake, but, like, mm-hmm. still, it's the Pro Bowl. Like, There's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That stadium's sick, by the way. Allegiant Stadium. I've heard that. Yeah, it's really nice. We were at some, like, floor-level thing that was pretty sick. Uh, But, dude, so I got into Vegas a little before people, and I decided, ooh, the Hoover Dam is kind of close
1: by. (laughs) Classic (laughs) Julio. The only guy who would go to Vegas and be like, what sites are outside the city?
2: (laughs) Well, I I would say that it seems as if that is an activity for someone who's in Vegas for a few days. Uh That's not, like, the first thing you do. Right. You know, yeah. so I rented a car just for the day. I picked it up at the airport, drove to the Hoover Dam and the Na- Lake Mead National Recreation Area, National Park hmm. Unit Registered Unit. Drove around, was super sick, and then drove back to the airport, dropped off the car, Uber to the hotel.
1: Wow. Right. Solid. So what was the Hoover Dam like?
2: Pretty cool. Like big and steep. Mm-hmm. Sort of. And I know that people sort of like famously have kind of base jumped off of it or whatever. Have they? Uh, think so i don't think you're supposed to but Uh i think that the people have done it and then like obviously beavis and Butthead do america they go there there's like a lot of history around it and at least in like pop culture and in general so i was like oh that'll be fun thing to do um and it was pretty crowded because i think it's just like not that hot this time of year you know Mm -hmm. but uh you know very nice fun activity then dude immediately like we go out do a little bit of gambling. And I did like the classic thing where I start gambling at a casino where I don't have the card mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I'm going to wait. And then I don't. And then I lose, and then I lose again, and then I keep losing. <laughs> it was one of those things. And kinda... you're like,
1: I wish I had put my card in because maybe I'd be getting something. Exactly. It's here. like this is yeah. such a dumb way to do this. My friends are so religious about putting their card down the second that they get something. You have to. Yeah. You
2: really have to. Uh so my new policy is signing up for one every single time mm-hmm. I step in a casino and spend a dollar. You should. Uh so anyway, so that kinda sucked. But then, dude, the next day, uh, after the the game was over, Pete was gifted a lot of chips, (laughs) which he distributed amongst the boys, which was so sick of him. Went to this amazing dinner uh, and then distributed the chips amongst the boys. We all sat down at the table. Now, the the thing that was interesting about these chips is that they were $100 chips, which I've never gambled with $100 chips before. Yeah. So, but they, they were they were free play. So you needed, you couldn't cash them in.
1: Right. So uh,
2: the goal, yeah. So the goal here is convert these into real money. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, which I was able to do.
0: Uh. And so. <laughs> thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Was there, able to. Is there
0: more? Uh, sorry.
2: Sorry, no, 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 what were you saying? <laughs> keep going. No. So I was able to, and then that made me. Like more than in the green from the day before. Wow. Which was just such a phenomenal what thing. What a
1: feeling. Yeah. So let me tell you something, dude. I This is sad, but <laughs> I got to say that in my recent memory, the only time that I have ever won money and walked away from the table from being up playing blackjack was the time that I was playing with $100 chips.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That makes
1: sense. It was like I needed to up yeah. my bet. To get to a point where, you know, and I won like a thousand bucks. Dude,
2: totally. Um, And the thing that, this is the the even more annoying thing. The first night, okay, so I had $30 in my pocket when I arrived to Vegas. I was like, this is all I'm going to gamble, right? That clearly (laughs) didn't come close to working out. So I'm on the bus (laughs) to the rental place and the guy driving's like, welcome to Las Vegas. Like, I'm like, oh great. Like, I'm going to have to give this guy 35% of my gambling money now Uh because I don't have any singles. Like I can't be a dick and not tip him. Uh, So now I have 20 bucks. (laughs) Immediately lose that. And then I go sit down with Ricky. I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch Ricky gamble. Ricky just has a bunch of money too. So I'm like, I keep being like, yo, can I get a hundred bucks? I'll have you. And it got to the point where I was like, so annoyed that I was being that guy that I like, I must've apologized to him to the point where I did it too many times. He's like, Dude, you really need to stop apologizing to me. This is more yeah. annoying than the money thing. I was yeah. like, okay, fine. I like Venmoed him immediately. It was completely fine. Uh, but like, yeah, you
1: not for me to like. I you'd probably be better off from a gambling perspective Venmoing him for like five hundred bucks, and, and having all of that in front of you. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Uh, but so you just thought you didn't want to lose yeah. all that. Yeah. I'm
2: money. like, all right. Yeah. yeah, and then, yeah. So it just like it, it like spiraled into a thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: but whatever. It was fine. And at losing that, that, like, I think I lost 400 bucks the first night. It just barely stung. You know what I mean? Yeah. 300, I would have been like, yeah, whatever. But I was happy that I was able to make the conversion the next day. For some reason, dude, in the room next door to me, there was some old woman. I guess she was with her family. I guess they were all in the same room. I don't know. But she kept, like, yelling at her family the the entire night, both nights that I was there, being like... Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it was fucking absolutely the most insane. And she was so scary sounding that I was afraid to yell, shut the fuck up. So I just, like, turned on a noise machine on my phone. I was like, this is so bizarre. The amount of times that has happened to me in hotels actually blows my mind. Where there's some commotion happening. Yeah. There's a hotel party or a celebration.
1: Did you not want to call the front desk and let them know? I should have. I should have. Nothing wrong with ratting. Yeah. When I you're could've. paying for something.
2: Yeah, I guess like I just turned on the, the sound machine and then I couldn't hear anymore and I was like, whatever. But yeah, I should have called. Uh-huh. I mean, like the people next to me are... There's something insane happening in that room. It's so
1: brutal when you're in a hotel and you're expecting to sleep well and have quiet and then for some reason things are loud. I know, dude. That is so bad.
2: So bad. Um, So anyway, after the Pro Bowl and everything, everyone kind of starts, everything starts winding down a little bit. I felt a little guilty about the, I had survivor's guilt with the free play chips Mm -hmm. because Ricky left during our big dinner to Mm -hmm. go back to LA. And so he didn't get to enjoy the spoils of the free play trips.
1: Oh, too bad.
2: So when he's like, "How was it?" I d- didn't. I left out the fact that I had won money. Mm. To be considerate,
1: It's very nice of you. Do you think so? I do, and I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I have a friend who does not. <laughs> 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 oh, your day sucked. Guess what? Mine was awesome. I have a friend <laughs> who. Uh, I have a friend who is so bad at at at, at like you know sort of applying tact to situations where he's aware that by revealing the full scope of whatever someone missed it will make them feel bad
2: right right right, you know he
1: will regale the whole glory of a story (laughs) without any clue or and and I, i i give him credit in that i don't think he's doing it Knowingly and making the person feel bad, right, right, right. He which doesn't. would be worse. Yes, that's bullying, basically. But like, he will just be like, "Oh, dear, this wedding was the where ninety yeah, yeah. percent of our friends went, and just this one person didn't go." Yeah, and he's like, "It was the best." What you know what I mean? He'll just lean into the uh, whole bells and whistles. It's a of really it. bad look.
2: Yeah, yeah. You, you, that's a like no self awareness situation. Yeah. Um so I felt a little guilty about that but then after that dude I went like to you know old Vegas and there's, like, dollar blackjack out there,
0: dude. Oh. I was like, this
2: is more my speed, dude. Nice. I'm putting in $5 bets, and, like, now I'm a I'm a genius. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Not a genius, but, like, I'm, like, a baller. You Counting know I mean? like, cards. <laughs> uh, and there was all these weird, like, cover bands down there doing playing, like, Limp Bizkit, playing, like, huh. turn-of-the-century, like, angsty rock.
1: Yeah, I would have done well there. Kid
2: rock covers, all this stuff. Yeah. And then end of the night with Big Wet at this, like, tiki bar that was just serving, like, gasoline rum drinks to it was like 151 and we're just like recounting our old battle stories like mm-hmm. it just felt like something out of a movie it was such a fun funny night
1: that's great uh,
2: and then yeah hit the spa and then was like alright I'm out and then when I by the time I got to the Delta Lounge I or it was the Centurion
1: Lounge mm-hmm.
2: in Vegas Airport which is very sick by the way uh, I hadn't eaten anything the whole day and like I definitely over ate and I was like pretty sick on the plane
1: Oh, for meeting in the lounge? Which sucked. Yeah, yeah it was like, tough. oh,
2: God. And, you know, you hate to see it. Question for you. There's a guy sitting next to me who had been upgraded, um, and he was, like, telling me about it. So I was like, all right, this is a little bit of a piker move, but okay. He's like, <laughs> oh, I got upgraded. Oh, I was yeah. here for a real estate
1: conference. Yeah, imagine if imagine him starting a podcast where all he talked about was upgrades. <laughs> <and laughs> <laughs> it would be, be a fair fit point. on Oops. <laughs> fair <laughs> point. Fair point.
2: Um, But so, dude, so the snack, the little little Bo Peep snack basket comes around.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Where you (laughs) could put it on your elbow
2: as if you were gathering daisies or something. (laughs) Uh, So what is the appropriate amount of snacks that you can take out of that basket?
1: Are you flying JetBlue? No,
2: this is Delta.
1: Oh. um, It's strange. I I almost think it's a case-by-case basis. First class. Oh, wow. You got upgraded to first class? On a yeah. flight home from Vegas? Both ways, bro. That is uh, awesome. It was, it was awesome. Woo. Wow. Yeah. Dude. Big time. Big boy get, status. I took three Delta flights with platinum status, and I didn't get upgraded to first on a single one of them.
2: Well, d- d- why didn't you use your regional upgrade certificates?
1: Didn't even know <laughs> did that you, was you, a thing. You
2: need to pick your benefit. <laughs> do, have you done that already? There's other ones you can
1: pick. I don't think I have done that you yet. You should do that. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, either way. How many did you get? Four, four. All right,
2: and they're not super easy to convert, so I use them all immediately.
1: Okay, nice. Um, but mm-hmm. I didn't
2: use them. Uh, did I use them for this? I did use them
1: for this. Got it. Yeah. Well, either way, um what what was the? We're talking about how many ra- snacks? Ra- you yeah, the take. right number of snacks. I don't know, dude. I think it, <laughs> this just sounds so t- entitled, but. I think in first class is the basket going to go from first class then to the to the coach part? No, dude. Then you can take as many as you fucking want.
2: You can, but I just, dude. I'll be honest. The guy next to me took like five, Uh and I was like, dude, you're a loser. (laughs) 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 Oh, the snap! Like you know what I mean? Like just.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Like I, I, I truly believe that in life, when you have really elite experiences that get handed to you, whether it's, you know staying at a really nice hotel or you know I, I i just i want i want to leave no stone unturned i want to i want to maximize the experience to the degree that when i had that q suite on qatar airways you i didn't want to sleep because i wanted to just enjoy this i wanted to be awake and i and, and be almost unhappy <laughs> I wanted to force myself to stay awake so that I could be experiencing it longer.
2: I will say this. So the flight there had the bed, which was Uh sick. Flight back didn't. And I wonder if there's some, because the flight back is faster. I wonder if like there's a hour of the flight minimum requirement in order for the Delta one to exist Uh. on the flight. I think there may be. I'm not totally sure. Anyway, uh, so the flight back, dude, was just like a normal ass fucking flight. Yeah. Like he took one of each thing out of the basket.
1: See, I just mean this guy move, sounds yeah. like me. You know, <laughs> variety is the spice of life. He's walking off that plane with no what ifs in his mind. <laughs> what if I had chosen the popcorn instead of the Biscoff cookie? What if I what if I'd wanted more salt than sweet? He knows. He and you he know he's just a guy. That's a guy who is <clears throat> is is seeing the most of the world it's <laughs> what he's All doing right,
2: maybe maybe I'm willing to because he's not, not I'm willing it, to consider that
1: he's not taking it from someone else right True, no so then I yeah I don't I don't
2: the only thing the only downside is absorbing my judgment which this guy seemed pretty clueless
1: yeah you're giving him the act like you've been there and it sounds like he hasn't
2: he has no idea he was telling me oh yeah you know I went to a real estate conference he's like met tons of people you know uh great connect great making connections. He's like, you know, I'm an investor, but I'm I'm actually a broker. I'm going to
1: go, you're a broker then, dude, like that. Yeah, but th- th- this, I mean, I I personally, I fucking, being a dick, I dude. love this guy. No, I'm being. I don't like this guy. Dude. I'm being <laughs> stupid, but I I like that he is going to get off that plane and tell other people. I flew. I got upgraded. Uh, I flew Delta. I let me tell you something. They bring around a basket. And they have everything in there. <laughs> you gotta try the cookies. You gotta try the cookies. They have this boom laka popcorn. That's incredible. Right? <laughs> then they have these that potato chips. It's like they're I guess maybe you're not really supposed to take one of everything because this guy next to me was like only took two <laughs> or three. And I could tell that he'd been there before and it was like maybe I maybe I'm not really I'm overreaching here. But you know what? It's like maybe this is the last time I'll ever get to fly first class on Delta. So I did not want to leave any stone unturned. All right, fine, dude. That's me. Then he was sitting there
2: on his computer, scrolling through luxury goods the whole time. I'm like, dude, what, is this? what are you doing, dude? He's just looking at luxury goods. I'm like, dude, this guy's a fucking absolute turkey. This guy dude. is, is, is <laughs> me. <through>. It's me, <laughs> dude. So I had very two very like intense viewing experiences while flying. Not to talk about flying the whole time, but this is I would say this is fairly nuanced. I discovered the Mariah Carey 1994. Live from the Tokyo Dome performance that is on uh, the selection. Yeah. It is amazing, dude. First of all, she was... And, dude, this is before, like, half of her hit catalog had even existed. This is, like, the first part of her career stuff. And she looked amazing. She sounded amazing. The show was so good. She crushed it. And there were so many random funny nuances. A listener of the pod saw me post on my story and replied, He's like, You know, Randy Jackson is the bassist in that concert? I'm oh like, What? God. And look, there he is strumming the bass, dude. Wow. I'm
1: like, what the fuck? Interesting.
2: Two very funny things happened during it, too. She, like, learned Japanese to try to, like, connect with the yeah. crowd. Mm-hmm. And she's like, All right, I learned this Japanese. Like, bear with me here. And she says it, no reaction. Ugh. And then she's like, Right? Like, so And then she's like, Ah, whatever. She's like, I'm American, and then just like goes right into a song. <laughs> and I was like, that's so fucking insane. They didn't give it to her. I don't know if the sound they like sound mixed it weird with the audience,
1: uh,
2: because then like boys, she brings up boys to men. Oh wow. No reaction from the crowd. No extra reaction from the crowd. Right about boys to men. Boys to men were
1: huge. Yeah.
2: So I was. Just, that makes me think that like maybe they just didn't include the crowd audio oh, on that see. part or something. I see.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, but. Great watch. If you even sort of like Mariah Carey, great thing to have on in the background, dude.
1: Is it just the concert?
2: Just the concert.
1: Ah, see, I don't want to watch a concert.
2: Dude, it's awesome. It was awesome. I don't know that I did either. I'm not like a guy who watches concerts. I would
1: have wanted a little bit of interstitial interviews saying, and then this happened. Oh, like we were doing this, and I, then they screwed this up.
2: Showing her around Tokyo. Yeah, we
1: just not Just saying that. that someone's outfit change got screwed up and then there's a behind the scenes shot of her switching and freaking out are we gonna get our mark on time you know yada yada just pure pipes dude She's just, yeah, well she's just pipes. that good of a singer, right?
2: When she does the like thing that Mateo always jokes around where she holds the ear and does that like highest octave that yeah. exists, that's crazy too. Uh, she has. she's really I was very impressed.
1: That's insane. Um What a skill.
2: Um, I really love traveling with a pair of bird dogs, ma'am.
1: It's the only pant I will ever wear on the plane again. It's really
2: great. And honestly, the shorts are really nice too because they double as a short like if I need to go hiking and then I want to go to the spa afterward, I can do both of those in my bird dogs. Yep.
1: I ran through two or three pairs of bird dogs, pants and shorts this past weekend. I wore my shorts to work out in, in the hotel gym, which I desperately needed because I was feeling homesick and down. And Ryan was like, why don't you go work out? That'll help you. And I said, you bet I will. And I had my bird dogs, which was perfect. That's exactly what I needed.
2: we to see it, man. Uh, we swear by the bird dogs. They're phenomenal. Everything that they make is versatile and lovely. Uh, You know, the silk underwear liner that makes underwear obsolete. Obsolete. Uh, So right now, go to birddogs.com and use promo code...
1: Oops. (laughs) 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 That's it. Promo code Oops is going to get you a signature Bird Dogs Tumblr with your first purchase. That's promo code Oops, birddogs.com. Can I tell you that I watched on the flight home from Nashville an episode of the new show the last of us oh how was it have you watched this no so i've heard it's amazing everyone loves it i think it's good uh first episode was good second episode i was kind of like eh whatever i don't know about any of this i don't know that i'm into where this story is going the third episode introduces two completely random characters and it basically devotes an entire... I'm not giving anything away here. But it devotes an entire episode to just two random guys. One of whom is played by... Um, oh, God. I'm so bad about funny, this. Parks and Rec. Yeah, Parks and... Uh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Okay. And he... It's just him and this other dude.
2: It's like a side story?
1: Yeah. And... I feel like I need to give a little bit away. Can I give a little bit away or no?
2: How much are we talking here?
1: Well, it's it's just like their love story. Okay. For the full episode. But you learn that within the first five minutes.
2: So are there any other crossover characters?
1: Yeah, but they... It's they, like that
2: episode where Eleven goes to Detroit or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the worst uh, That's the worst episode. So bad.
1: Uh, Hang out with the X-Men kids. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking shut up. Um, anyway... Uh, this episode, I'm worried that by telling you what happened to me, I will be giving things away. I shouldn't have said what I was watching even, but I'll say this. <laughs> I, dude, I was weeping. Wow. So profusely that I was, I was sitting next to a woman who was... I don't know how to describe her but I was ashamed of how hard I was crying. <laughs> to the degree that I had I was watching it on my phone. That's great. And I had my hands around my face like this. So oh my that God. so that she wouldn't see the snot that was coming out <laughs> of my nose. I had tears falling off my chin and um I haven't been moved this hard by <laughs> It always happens to me on planes, man. Yeah, that's dude. What is
2: that? You're like in the zone when you're on a plane. there also might have something to do with like the the fresh oxygen that keeps coming in. Like I'm
1: you're just very sensitive. S- I'm so much more emotional on airplanes. Yeah. And this hit me so fucking hard. Yeah. And, you know, I, I got home and just clung to my wife and she was like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, ah, I just watched an episode of this zombie show. <laughs> Hit me real hard. And tried to describe it to her. I was also exhausted. And she was like, yeah, none of this registers at all. She just looking at you blankly yeah.
2: as you weep. Dude, but, no, that is a thing, man. Watch it on the plane. Like, it really will make things sink in. It happened with Mariah. Yeah. It can happen with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, bro, I made the mistake of watching a terrifying movie on the plane. And I can't tell if it's as terrifying as I think or if it's because I watched it on the plane. Which movie did you Smile. watch?
0: Smile. I watched that, too, on the plane this past did weekend. Did it scare with you? There was, there was a shot that I jumped at. It was scary, dude. It was a good movie. It was good. Was um, it Brian so? is
2: apparently tougher than me, dude. Brian watches
0: a lot of horror movies. I do,
2: too, typically. And, like, dude... The problem, like a lot of the scary shit just happens in the middle of the day. So I've just been scared in the day and the night since I got back.
1: Scared the shit out of me, but I will say this. Uh, great.
2: I was feeling really, really sick. Nowhere near as bad as my Dubai to New York flight, but like feeling like I wasn't feeling too hot mm-hmm. and being that scared made me forget mm-hmm. about how sick i felt wow so that's a little bit of a trick but then i left my like i i got home bro and i left my phone in the other room was too afraid to go get it was too afraid to roll over to hillary sykes i thought she was going to be facing me smiling oh
0: god <laughs> i
2: was legitimate scared like a boy dude
0: wow it's that bad huh did you think it was a good movie i thought it was good i didn't yeah. like the ending but, you know,
2: like like the monster thing? Yeah, that Agreed. was a little
0: tacky, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. It wasn't great.
2: Could be a sequel, the way that they left it. Could mm-hmm. be. I was thinking, dude, the most fucked up prank in the world to somebody would be you doctor a flight, so you're the one person's the mark, everybody else is in on it. You make them watch oh, Smile, dude. and at some point, everybody oh, in the oh, plane oh. turns around and smiles at them.
1: Oh god. Evil
2: smile. It's this evil fucking smile. Who
1: who's who's in who's in the movie? Is it a,
0: any sosie Bacon? I don't know who she, that is.
2: Kevin Bacon's daughter. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um Sosi and Bacon. I don't know if there's anybody else that that's that
0: I didn't recognize noteworthy. anybody. Else.
2: She was great. I thought she was like quite charismatic and good. Um yeah.
1: Let me uh let me tell you one more funny interesting thing. So Ryan and I went on the road together and um we split a hotel room in Atlanta. Which, uh, which hotel were you at? We stayed at the Candler, which was really nice.
2: Is that spelled Chandler? But no. if you know better, it's Candler?
1: No, it's spelled without the H.
2: Candle with an R.
1: Yeah. And that was cool. That's a ridiculous um, name. <laughs> and we split the hotel room. And I had said to Ryan, because Ryan's going to come with me a lot. And I said, uh, you know, normally I'm always going to have a, your own hotel room for you. But this place... It was kind of expensive. Is it a right if we share a hotel room? And he said, "Yeah, that's
0: fine." You know, Were all you stressed good. Ryan. No, I was pretty comfortable telling him what I thought. Yeah. No,
2: I would have been stressed sharing a room with him, knowing how badly oh. he
0: sleeps. And then I
2: don't, I don't. Unless I was really bad, I don't think he would have said anything to me. Then he'd call his wife and be like, "Fucking Julia was."
0: jerking off over there or something i don't know what the fuck he was doing he's grunting and rolling around no last time i ever do that the fact that he asked me was disarming so i wasn't stressed about it okay that's nice yeah uh and i took a nap right
1: when we got there with it you know it was middle of the day i put an eye mask on and i ryan was working in his bed and i woke up you know 20 30 minutes later and he was still working and something about having ryan right next to me in his bed working was like the most comforting, peaceful thing. I just knew he was looking out for me while I was sleeping. And it made me really happy. Also that he hadn't moved while I was sleeping. He was like lying on his elbows in his bed, typing away, editing. And I just like, oh, that's really, I'm really glad. But then... Good vibes. Dude, this is so funny. So, you know, the next place, Nashville, we each had our own hotel room. And then I think the day after that, we were flying home. And he came up to me and he was like, you know, just so you know, like for the rest of the tour, um, (laughs) I'm cool if you want to just share a hotel room. <laughs> and I was like, it did go that well. We did enjoy each other's company that much that we were fine sharing a hotel room. Uh and I was like, no, no, no. We'll we'll be, we'll have our own. Um but uh <laughs> that was great. Now, one crazy thing <laughs> happened. We were in Nashville, we did our shows. Shows were great. We got back to our hotel on Sunday night at like, I don't know, 12:30. Get out of an Uber. We're walking into we get out of the Uber in the street right near the hotel. And we step out and I'm not kidding you dude, a gun goes off. <laughs> what? Close. Whoa. Really close. Like a gun how close? a gun is fired. A block away? Not even.
0: Whoa. Around the corner outside. I'm talking
1: 30 30 yards away. Whoa. And it was it was unmistakably a gun. It was not a firework. It was not an engine backfiring. It was flare. A gunshot. Yeah. Full Damn. blown gunshot. It's fucked up. And I was high, so oh, I was like, totally just like, was that a gun? And Ryan was like, let's get off the street. <laughs> That's what he said. And I'm like getting my bags and being like, what the heck? You know, what's that about? and we walk in and there's a a guy um one of the valet guys who's behind the podium at the hotel in nashville heard it right because we're close and we're walking up and i'm like dude did you hear that was that a gunshot he goes yeah (laughs) and i go does that happen a lot and he goes yes and no (laughs) <laughs> i'm like dude we are what do coming you mean? into a hotel whose primary <laughs> purpose is to make us feel comfortable a lie lie to us why are you being honest dude about how there are often gunshots right here on the street right in front of our hotel oh my like, god what does he dude. gain by being honest with us
2: dude wow
1: was that a gunshot? Yes. That's hilarious. Does that happen often? Yes yeah. and no. <laughs> like,
2: like the ambiguity is actually worse than yes. Yeah, could happen at any time.
1: Yeah, who's <laughs> to say? You know, dude. Oh my god, that's so weird. So he was so unbothered by it, and I, I just was like, wow. I've like what, never heard of that. We're coming home to go to sleep in your in your business, yeah, dude. Which the you know hospitality, welcoming, safety, comfort; those are the cornerstones of hotel, of the hotel industry. And here's the first employee that we see That's being like funny. gunshots. Yeah, you're it like it happens. <laughs> it happens here. You're like, dude, don't
2: you work here? He's like, nah, bro. We're high by a third. Third-party company, bro. I don't give a fuck about the hotel or about you. All right, dude. Jesus. Um, dude, that's funny. That, dude, that reminds me of something. I've been meaning to bring this up for a while, and I never have. But I was realizing the other day there are certain things that I was afraid of as a child. And I honestly feel as if I was there was good reason as to why I was afraid of it. Yeah. These were things that were presented as extremely dangerous and potentially things that could kill you. That turned out, and I researched in adulthood and realized they are not at all. Mm-hmm. Hadn't really even thought about it again until I did. And then I looked and I was like, I can't believe I was, I was so scared of these things. Do you want to know what some of them are? Yes, I would like to know some and, of them. And I'd be curious to see if maybe this will help you get a grasp of what I'm talking about okay. specifically. But number one, scorpions.
1: Oh, yeah. Scorpions.
2: I thought that scorpions took their little tail, and they stabbed you, and then you died.
1: Yeah, I thought they were that venomous as well.
2: Are they venomous at all?
1: I think they have venom, yes, but I don't think it's the type of venom that's going to kill you the way that a snake can. Yeah,
2: it's not going to kill you.
1: I don't think, I I mean, I don't know. We're going to have to get that. That's going to be a fact, check. We're going to have to fact check that.
2: Another one, tarantulas.
1: Uh Uh-huh. I don't think
2: they even bite
1: interesting
2: i think that they can just crawl all over you and it's no big deal obviously the daniel stern scene is a famous one as to why
1: what's that in home alone when it crawls yeah. on his face isn't it right okay I And think it was bud's pet Buzz's buzzes pet. pet pet tarantula yeah. right
2: um and the final one i have quicksand <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> apparently yeah.
2: quicksand cannot gobble up a human it is most dangerous to for infrastructure
1: Oh. Like it can fuck up
2: like a bridge, or like well, you
1: could get you could get stuck.
2: I think it's like pretty impossible to die from quicksand as a person, like to just go.
1: Ah, I don't and get know, man. Through, dude, I
2: looked it up. I, I don't looked know, it up,
1: man. I still, I'm still afraid. I'm still gonna go with my gut on this because
2: <laughs> the quicksand.
1: I've been in the, I've been in mud before where I, I couldn't get out of it. But just like your foot was stuck, like it's, you start going deeper. I don't know that I was ever gonna go all the way all the way because there was a sort of a this was mud flats in maine but i just remember thinking like i need i cannot get out of this and i need a hand
2: (laughs) well but dude like i always thought that if you were in quicksand and there was no one around you would panic and try to get out which makes you sink into the quicksand faster yeah
1: that's what they say and then the the quicksand eats you the more you struggle the more you go deeper but if that's true then what are you supposed to do just wait until someone stumbles along your path? I think you're just fine, dude. And offer I don't you a vine? Th- but th- <laughs> it's fucking I
2: don't th- think that quicksand can gobble a human up. I don't think it's possible. Okay. Despite the mud situation that you were talking about. Fair. I wonder if that is classified as quicksand.
1: Yeah, I, I wonder. A, a sort of a sinkhole type thing. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Dude, I was watching this documentary, The Fire of Love, which is nominated for Best Featured Documentary, by the way. It was all right. But it, told, about? it tells a story about this French couple who was <clears throat> obsessed with volcanoes and all they did was like research volcanoes and whatever. So like when apparently like there's two kinds of volcanoes, there's like the gentle volcanoes, which are the the red ones, because those the, the tectonic plates are expanding away from each other. Uh, but the gray ones are the like dangerous ones. That is when they get together and they explode. And that is where like it can be like super dangerous or whatever. But. Mm. They were showing how, like, once that happens, it creates the most fertile soil on the planet.
1: Oh! And,
2: bro, like, they were showing this these turnips that were growing that were bigger than your torso. A turnip bigger than your torso. <laughs>
1: how <laughs> sick is that? That's cool.
2: It, like, made me... Because the soil is kind of like that. It made me think of it, like, per the quicksand conversation. Random Interesting.
1: Tangent. Well, I know that um, in Hawaii... <laughs> they have really fertile soil as a result of all the volcanic activity and and whatnot. Yeah, uh, I do know that to be true.
2: Totally. Well, that that could that's another one too. Like I always thought, lava. Like if you could see red lava, that meant there was imminent danger. I thought that lava shot up into the sky, red lava, and then came down and turned everybody into Pompeii. Right. Fun fact: my oldest uncle. Was born the last day Mount Vesuvius erupted, and they actually had to vacate the area when he was born.
1: Wow. Yeah.
2: Pretty crazy, right?
1: So, how long that? So, it hasn't erupted in a very long time. I think time. that was in
2: 1949. But it's
1: still active. It's still active. Yeah. You
2: know, any day now. Any day. That's now. the other thing. They know when they're going to explode. Really? Like, like not to the exact second, but they're like, it's about to explode. And then these two would go in there. They actually died in a volcanic explosion, the couple. They say it at the beginning of the movie. It's not a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, But, so I thought that that was kind of interesting.
1: There was another doc on Netflix that just came out, I think, about a group of people that were on a volcanic island in New Zealand or something like that where they got, they had to get rescued off because the volcano erupted while they were on there. Oh, that's crazy. And, um... All the interviews that they're showing, all these people have horrific burn marks. Wow. Which, in the trailer, that's going to make me want to watch it.
2: Totally, dude. I got to watch that. That's you cool. know you
1: know that they got caught. Yeah. You know that they're not getting out of there without some real hurt.
2: Scary shit.
1: Yeah, I know. Boy, oh boy.
2: Dude, another one I recommend for you if you haven't seen it already, Navalny.
1: Oh, is that about um, yes. the Putin's detractor who yes. was poisoned?
2: Yes, yes really good dude this, this guy is so funny he goes really that's how you're gonna poison me he goes with the one that you use for everyone the fuck dude, <laughs> he's, he's hilarious uh really really good and i was thinking to you because i know you're interested in like russia stuff i am yeah uh, i think you'd like that for sure
1: wow um dude cool. so
2: check this out i went to the airport early in the morning one morning and uh like recently and i decided i'm like i'm not taking an uber like Unless there's some, like, multiple odds stacked against me, I try to take public transportation. So I take the bus to LaGuardia. But the plan is to take the bus to LaGuardia. Mm-hmm. You need to take the train first. Dude, the um, The cast of characters that were out at, like, 5 in the morning when I'm heading to the airport, Ooh. it was just all these guys who were wasted. But they seemed like they had just come from their jobs. You, does that make sense? You yeah, know that vibe? Yeah, sure. So, like, they got out of work or something. Maybe they work in a kitchen or something. They're all just hammered hammered guys everywhere I'm on the 7th train everyone's hammered and then as I'm walking down one of the stops to like go to the bus station one of the guys just starts falling down the stairs but like on his butt like, like he's fine
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like he's falling like that and dude I go over to him to be like hey are you okay like I put my arm on shoulder and some guy walks by me laughing mm-hmm. and he goes oh don't worry he is drunk <laughs> i was like what the fuck what's going on uh-huh. dude? what is this parallel universe i'm living in dude i overshot the stop for the bus so now i had to walk like five blocks Ugh. which is fine
1: uh-huh.
2: i saw an actual woman of the night oh i've never actually seen that <laughs>
1: i don't know soliciting <laughs>
2: I, I like she wasn't necessarily soliciting me. Like
1: a GTA me. character,
2: she was wearing a trench coat, <laughs> yeah, and with high heels, and was like standing there, like on the corner. And I walked by, and she went, "Good morning, baby."
1: Oh, <laughs> I was, I was like, hoping
2: that's a first.
1: Yeah, I'm like that's
2: what they portray, like in Home Alone too, when Kevin's in in the park at night. Yeah, better watch where you're going, kid. <laughs> 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 Dude, <laughs> I've never actually witnessed that in real life, bro. I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, what a fucking... Oh, man. What a party, dude. That's
1: where they are, though? They're out in Queens? In, I guess
2: in... in uh, what part of Queens is that? It's like Jackson Heights, I guess? Yeah, or yeah. No, yeah, I took one stop too far on the 7. Wow. And I ended up in this, you know, area.
1: Yep, yeah, And there it is. You That'll know? do it. I
2: didn't even know that was the thing.
1: Buddy... As we we're unpacking in our new apartment, <laughs> the most important thing for us to find was our coffee machine mm-hmm. and our five tins that we currently have of our Oops Blend Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee. Did you have the
2: new cup of Joe in the new apartment yet? We
1: did this morning. And, and let me tell you something, dude. It's like there are certain things when you move that you have to put in a place where you know where they are. Yeah. There are a couple of items. Totally. And, you know, our coffee machine and our coffee were right at the top of that list. Oh, yeah. Truly. We, like, put them in a specially marked box and made sure it was at the top and all this. And uh, pulling it out and finding its new place on our new counter felt like putting the one of the final puzzle pieces into place. It was Hell a yeah. very unlocking, happy, we're home moment. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it Smells like home. Exactly. Yeah. Getting that coffee going this morning from our favorite roastery, Brooklyn Roasting Company. Uh, waking up to that, looking out on our new view and all that just made me think okay, we're, we're safe. We're safe. Sure. We've made it through this very up, up, uh, uprooting transitional period.
2: Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Brooklyn Roasting Company, man, it's the best. Uh, it's really good for a person with a heightened taste in coffee, but is also accessible to all. Mm-hmm. Um, really good option. They have so many different flavors that really do taste different. Uh, and it's a really fun thing to kind of try a few different ones. I've, I've certainly thoroughly enjoyed it. So go to brooklynroastingcompany.com.
1: Uh, brooklynroasting.com.
2: brooklynroasting.com. Uh, use promo code OOPSBEANS. Yep. 5% off of your order. 5 Uh, We recommend getting some of the OOPS blend, but uh, all of their stuff is delicious, and you should uh, definitely try a variety. Uh, BrooklynRoasting.com, promo code OOPSBEANS, 5% off.
1: Ryan, you have a really funny story, but I don't know if you want to tell it, so you can cut this if if he doesn't want to tell it. The story about what you did to that kid when you guys were taking mushrooms. Oh. Do you want to tell that story or not? No, I don't want to
0: tell that story. (laughs) Okay. I'll tell it. Let me me tell it, and then I'll decide. Okay. Um,
1: So, Ryan, really quick. Ryan told me a story recently in the car that I thought was one of the funniest things I'd ever heard, and I had no idea where it was going,
0: (laughs) and I want him to tell that story. So, I was... It was the summer summer of 2015. We went to my buddy's house uh, down the shore, and the whole point of the weekend was for everybody to do mushrooms together, and I never did... A lick of drugs before So I was You know Very much peer pressured Into doing it I had no intention On doing it But the peer pressure Just kept consuming me And I eventually (laughs) said yes And I was really nervous About having a really bad trip Because I've heard That you can have bad trips You can have good trips But you can have bad trips And that's why I Mm -hmm. didn't want to do it So I was paranoid About that happening And so (laughs) We end up taking them And we're sitting downstairs I'm with like Five or six guys And And It starts to kick in, and I'm enjoying it, and it's like feels really nice, and I'm feel transcendent, I'm like loving myself, all the all the hallucinogenic things, and I'm realizing all my other friends are, um, they're not having a good time, and they're getting very upset, and they're hugging pillows, and they're getting paranoid, and the guy that pressured me the most, his name was Matt, he was in the fetal position. The other guys left. They all wanted to wander off to, you know, drink some water and and get better. And it was just me and him in the basement garage. And I unplugged the Pink Floyd album from the Augs Chord. And I don't know why, but I felt very cynical because he was the one that wanted me to do it and I didn't want to do uh, yeah. it. And I saw him in a moment of weakness and I was like, fuck you. So I went over and I, you know when you unplug an aux cord from a loudspeaker, it's like... I just started... to the ground. And he was like, stop, stop. I was like, fuck you, Matt. You like that? You like that? And he didn't. And I did. And I had a good time the first time I did it. So... That's what I, I shared that with Francis on on our road trip.
1: Just tortured this kid
0: who is like totally wasn't medieval. That's a, a, we have to have a name
1: for that. You like sounding that, Matt? You like that sound? <laughs> <laughs> no, stop! Stop! stop. stop. Now no, every time Matt ever hears someone do that, it sends him back. <laughs> back. Yeah,
0: so good time. good time. That's hilarious.
1: I loved that. I um, had no idea Ryan had that in him, you know. Yeah. I didn't good. know he had the ability to be <laughs> just uh, the torturous Fuck guy. You.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Good for you, Ryan. Doesn't them. surprise me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ryan employ, employing torture methods. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> dude, we had a I went on a Hillary and I had scheduled a date. Oh, nice. Tell me what you think about this. So, we scheduled a date. Mm-hmm. There's this rooftop bar uh, near our apartment, it's on the roof at the top of the Ritz. Oh shit! They open this. Oh. R- they open this uh, this bar up there. Which naturally, any place on a roof in New York City is subject to the rooftop curse. I would argue, mm-hmm. where these places just become targets, and mm-hmm. they like it's impossible to, for there to be a vibe because like every person and their grandma is trying to go to these places, and they end up typically being shitty places. And
1: to the go. drinks are really expensive. They're never very good drinks. Right. Right. So. But yeah. I'm thinking
2: that this place might be different. You know what I mean? It, I heard it's good. I even Actually, your wife, I had asked her because I saw that she had been there with uh, one of her friends. She's like, it was great. We had a great time. I'm like, okay. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we find
1: a... <laughs> I don't know what she does. Ask
2: her about it. So we find a... Uh, a res- We get a reservation. We need to get it like...
1: yeah. You know. Well, what was that? I think it was just...
2: We heard some kind of slab you slamming noise. But, and you didn't
1: know yeah, I thought not, you were going to check as well. But you were like there let's yeah. just make sure they can't come in here. Yeah, yeah,
2: same. I was like, thanks, man. Uh, so we we needed to get a reservation like a month in advance. There's like nothing Jesus. nothing decent, right? Yeah. So we're looking forward to it. Like I had even made a joke in our calendar. i like made a calendar invite for it being like date. like like it was a fun thing. We're yeah. looking forward to this date, mm-hmm. right? We finally go. And we get there, and our reservation is at five fifteen. We walk in at five fifteen. They're like, "Hey, sorry. Like, would you mind standing around the bar while we prepare your table?" I'm like, no problem. Uh, we wait. Dude, half hour goes by. We're still not. seated so i go up i'm like hey what's up like are we what's happening she's like sorry like we're waiting for people to leave their tables and once they do like we're seating you right away yeah um i'm like okay and i I go back a couple times and the third time she says it again i'm like she's like yeah i'm sorry nobody's like gotten up i'm like okay so you mean to tell me that like every single person here sat down at 4 p.m and not a single one of them have gotten up not a single person in the whole restaurant she's like that's what i'm yes it's like okay Wait another 10 minutes. They still don't see us. We just fucking left, dude.
1: Oh my god.
2: Is that Is that is 40 We had a reservation, dude. Is 40 minutes? And was I like overreacting? Not at
1: all. Fuck that, right? They shouldn't um it's tough. It's tough because restaurants have no control probably and over that and I don't I don't know that they're allowed to totally. tell a, a table that just ate and paid Hey, we have more people. You got. By the way,
2: it's not a restaurant. That I feel is an important detail. Well,
1: that's what makes it so. That's what makes it so much more likely that the people before you are going to just not move
2: because it's not a restaurant.
1: Yeah, there's this thing in restaurants where you pay your check and then it's like Mm. we're now we're now done. It's over. Our experience is over, and we know there's another group of people that are trying to come in. Whereas they presumably are are they continuing to order rounds of drinks
2: i don't think so she was even saying this one these tables paid their checks we're just waiting for them to so to me it's like how are you not gonna like buy us a round of drinks or offer to like are you serious i'm literally gonna leave i'm leaving bye you know what i mean
1: yeah well this is why those douchey places man they don't care they don't care that you're leaving they're not losing I, i
2: got an email about it you did yeah but in the email hey like we'd love to make it up to you like well that's nice that's agreed, more than but, I would have thought it would but be but like no bro I'm not going back are you serious like yeah I don't know
1: well this is why having a little bit of sort of social media clout <laughs> Is nice is that you can actually you could make a you could make a stink of this. I I guess is
2: that what I'm doing right now? You could. It's what I'm kinda of doing. You right could now. make it
1: a, a a real cause of yours.
2: So I will say this, dude, anytime I see people like tagging airlines and stuff, I always think it's a little gauche. I'm like yeah. it's not that wasn't worth it. To me me seeing you like in this moment wasn't worth it.
1: Yeah that's hey, true hey delta but like but like <laughs> but here's here's where it is worth it right so when i had the whole fox news Mike thing i think i told you there was a chiropractor in virginia who sent me a personalized email threatening my life i didn't you did not no. tell me this. and then no. i found him on linkedin and then i found him on yelp and i thought about Oh, wow. Getting a bunch of our fans to leave him horrific Yelp reviews, (laughs) say that, you know, when they went to be readjusted, he actually touched them inappropriately, (laughs) maybe find some hacker as I've always dreamed of who could potentially Mm. supplant terabytes of child pornography on his hard drive. (laughs) <laughs> Before the FBI receives Terabytes, an anonymous yeah. tip, yeah, you know, yeah. um, that was my that was sort of my like where my fantasy went with this guy, and then I'd be like, that'll teach him, you know, mm-hmm. Mr. Chiropractor. Did you do it? No, I didn't do any of that, but I, I wanted to, you know, and and that would have been like, how can we how can we galvanize whatever people we have who like us. To, to 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 go to war with us, yeah. but you you have to choose those battles so you, you wisely. You get sued for that, yeah. Well,
2: maybe, but no, also Yeah, I think you're pretty sure you can.
1: Yeah, you're probably right, <laughs> and and also like I shouldn't be threatening you either. We are not. We are not. Uh, we don't really want to marshal our our f- beloved fans for for bad reasons. I think. <laughs> <laughs> we are you and i are we're we're better suited asking people for like discounts on lighting fixtures Agreed. than uh, or like hotels in panama yep, than uh, to to discredit a a licensed uh, chiropractor shout
2: out global hotel panama yeah
1: so that's that's more our tune and more our speed but um, <laughs> it would be fun someday. By the way, last thing I'll say about this. So there's some characters here at Barstool, Jersey Jerry. I think I've told you about this who have armies.
2: Oh, I know, yeah. Have I told know, you about was, that? Well, it was a thing. Like they were talking about it when Right. The whole, you know what? Armies of
1: fans happened. who are willing to actually do things for them. Yeah. And um I I when that happened, I wrote a funny blog talking about how I needed an army. And jokingly, and then I got a bunch of messages from people being like, I I would actually be willing to to be in your army. (laughs) And those are the types of people that I could ask to, you know, just like create 40 Yelp accounts and leave like completely insane reviews. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Yelp has like, you have to prove that you're a real user or something, but... Mm. um,
2: Food for thought. Yeah, food for thought. I mean, <laughs> dude,
1: when Portnoy did his pizza review at this place, I don't know exactly where it was, like a year or two ago, he went and did a pizza review at a restaurant and he ordered his pizza as he always does. He comes outside and one of the managers or something from that restaurant came out and was like, do you have uh, permission to film here? You're like, and he, was, he wasn't in the restaurant or whatever. And... Dave was like, no, and the guy was like, all right, well, then I'm going to need you guys to go away or something like that, Some kind of snide, you know, and then Dave was like, all right, well, it's a 0.0, like, on the pizza, (laughs) like, fuck this place, and dude, I'm telling you, I think thousands of Barstool fans left zero-star Yelp reviews on, like, TripAdvisor and Yelp and stuff like that and it just it just like crushed
2: them oh my god
1: It is yeah
2: that dude that's like a thing where you get invited to the dinner at the menu you i haven't that seen that movie i want to see it though <laughs> it's
1: cool yeah. i want to see it it's
2: especially cool if you are like familiar with fine dining which i know that you are yeah. it makes it better and funnier and it's it's good
1: but but the the there were two there was sort of a, a cause and effect too of of I think, which was that while it sunk their overall Yelp rating to people who don't know the restaurant, it also ga- galvanized their diehard fans to come out and support them more. That mm-hmm. re- that particular pizza place. And since then, Dave has mended fences. I think the owner of the restaurant apologized, and they're all cool now. Um, but man, you just don't know. Yeah, you don't know who you're fucking with. And 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 like in this day and age of of true influence, um. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, you gotta be—that was,
2: be, was an L for them for sure, bro.
1: Yeah, but also it's like that chiropractor. I, it, you know, if I really felt like I wanted to go to war, yeah, I can reach hundreds of thousands of people with one tweet. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And be like, and even if only five percent of those people actually decide to take up arms for me, that's a lot of people yeah. coming at that guy at once yeah. who has no idea what he got in now, the question is does he deserve it for threatening my life for telling me he's gonna kill me probably he deserves something what is my just response to that what's a just you could response? post the message but but I didn't want to do that because then 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 you're just like really people do that adding gasoline to a flame that totally. I wanted to go out totally would totally. you read it without saying his name? I think I, I probably deleted it because I didn't want to read it anymore. Also, it was freaking Sierra out. Because I got a bunch of those. And I posted one of them. Um, and she was like, this really worries me. Fair, Yeah, fair enough, dude. Um, but I could try to find it. I, I started writing a response to him about how like, I his dad had pegged me or something like that. But then I took that idea and I created a fake pegging audio thing for the which I told you so I used the joke in a different way but um, I had written something pretty funny back to him as an email but I didn't send it
2: Um, you should have
1: yeah but maybe not I, you I just like, don't know you don't yeah, know if he's know. got guns and he's gonna fucking hunt come me find down you I wouldn't see him coming I wouldn't know where he is
2: he could sneak up to you from behind yeah that guy could come crack I'm, your neck I'm in performing bad way. in
1: Virginia and he comes to a show yeah yeah and you know they're not the security at those places aren't prepared for that
2: yeah dude you're right better to let it die out let them cool off
1: yeah anyway Ryan what do you got for us
0: facts with Ryan facts with Ryan Lots of frying facts with Ryan why do people get more emotional while watching films on a plane? There's some signs behind this. <gasps> the lower-than-normal air pressure in the cabin is known to reduce oxygen levels in the brain, which is associated with a raft of cognitive and emotional effects, including heightened negative moods and a diminished ability to handle stress. Interesting. Um, scorpions. There are over 1,000 species of scorpions in the world. 70 in the United States. Only one of those species can actually kill you with a sting. Oh. Um, other ones are pretty harmless well you that's the pain that's right enough
1: away. to have one to maintain that nightmare of yours
2: yeah i don't know dude 69 out of 70 are completely harmless i'm fine yeah, but what that. if that
1: one is the most populous we would have to look into that What if that's the most common <laughs> that's a good that's aware. a good point
0: very tarantulas <laughs> they bite it feels like a bee sting the venom is weak and very unlikely to result in a severe reaction see that doesn't
1: make me feel better <laughs> they do bite
0: and they have venom but it's not gonna
1: make you sick well we're afraid of bees i'm not okay (laughs) (laughs) all right must be nice uh guys we are oops the podcast uh g you got any dates coming up
2: dc improv third to the fifth of march Um, Then in April, I'm in Providence, Rhode Island, 14th to 15th. Helium, Philly, April 18th. Yonkers, the end of the month. And then a bunch of other stuff coming down the pipeline, which I will announce as it comes. What about you, Francis? That's
1: awesome. The Hero We Need Tour rolls on. I will be in Minneapolis, the House of Comedy, first week in March. That's the 3rd to the 5th, I think, as well. Uh, Then I am on... Oh, by the way, Long Beach, Long Island. Come out to that. That's going to be really fun. I think we got Glenny Balls and Frankie Pirelli coming to that show. Going to be a great hang. Uh, That's February 25th. Um, and then I'm on to Austin, Dallas, Chicago at the end of March, uh, 24th to the 26th. That's my birthday. Hope to see you guys there. Uh, we just added Buffalo and all kinds of fun places. So hope to see you guys in San Francisco at the end of April with little sass tickets for all this francisellis.com. Thank you.